Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, welcome to or welcome back to Try Not To Care. Today is a very special episode because today's episode is the first episode with Dear Media. I am so excited to finally announce that Try Not To Care has joined the Dear Media family. It's been in the works, but I just couldn't share it with you guys until now. If you're one of my OG besties and you've been listening for a while, nothing's changing. Try Not To Care is still the same. The only difference is every now and then we might have a guest or I might appear on someone's show. But other than that, Try Not To Care is still that girl. I'm still going to be showing up every Monday, sharing my thoughts, venting to you, giving you advice, just hanging out. And if you're new here because of Dear Media, my name's Ashley. I like to consider Try Not To Care my not-so-personal diary where I talk about literally anything and everything. I've always been very in tune with my emotions and I've never been one to hide how I feel or or what I'm thinking and because of this I've been known as the emotional friend or the crazy girlfriend. I've been criticized for being too sensitive, too loud, too annoying, too dramatic, too this, too that, too much, okay? And because of this i felt like i never had a place or a person to express how i felt i had people in my life but i still felt very alone and misunderstood and that's where trying to care came along i basically just used trying to care as an outlet for me to express myself and just brain dump it's literally a form of therapy for me but i also like to say therapy for you So yeah, it's just a fun and safe place for anyone who also feels alone or misunderstood and just needs a bestie to start the week with. That was a quick summary, but if you want to get to know me better, make sure to check out my socials. There's a link in the show notes. And yeah, I'm just really happy to have you here. But if you're listening to this in real time, it's February and I want to focus this month on love whether that be love with someone else or love with yourself because obviously february is the month of love valentine's day is coming and valentine's day can be hard it can kick your ass i feel like before dating my boyfriend i dreaded valentine's day because it was a reminder that i was single and i would get all of my feels and 
all these emotions would be brought up about my ex and how much I missed them and if I should text them and it was hard. But relationships ending don't always have to be hard. Yeah, it sucks to lose someone, but a loss isn't always a loss. Sometimes it's a huge fucking win, but you have to open your eyes to that and see what you've gained from losing that relationship. Today, I want to talk about losing a relationship, but finding yourself. I want to talk about the journey of losing yourself from loving someone so much to then losing them and learning to love yourself so much. So with all of that being said, let's get into today's episode. I think a lot of people lose themselves when they get into relationships. They become so consumed with that person and that person becomes their main priority and then other things in their life, including themselves, gets pushed to the back burner. I have definitely been this person. I've been in relationships where my partner became my everything. I quite literally started living for this person. I was velcro to their side i would do anything they asked i pushed away other people in my life to make more time for them i gave up things that mattered to me to make them happy i changed things about myself that like made me me an attempt to make them like me more and i really just lost sight of myself and like who i was in the process of loving this person and trying to make them love me and i want to emphasize trying to make them love me because They didn't love me. When you get into a relationship, you shouldn't have to try to make someone like you or love you. That person should be with you because they already like you or love you. And if they feel that way about you, they're not going to want you to change or give up anything for them. You will be enough as you are. You shouldn't have to sacrifice parts of you to make them happier. But people think if they do give up these things and they do everything right, that their partner will want to be with them more or love them more. They start putting their partner's needs before their own in an attempt to be the perfect partner for them. Before my ex, I loved going out. I loved to hang out with my friends. I was very social. Before my ex, I was very creative. I loved creating videos. I loved taking pictures. Before my ex, I was super confident and I wore what I wanted. I did my makeup how I wanted. And the thing is, my ex liked those things about me up until he didn't. Until he had me and all those things were faults of mine rather than positive traits and hobbies of mine. Once I was made aware that he thought these were issues of mine, I stopped going out and speaking to certain friends. I stopped posting on social media because whenever I did, I was either made fun of or accused of doing it for attention. I stopped wearing what I wanted and stopped doing my makeup how I wanted because the way I liked was too slutty for him or too attention seeking. I went from being my own person to being my partner's person. I started morphing myself into them or what they wanted and was living for them instead of living for myself. And at that point, I just loved them so much and I wanted that relationship to work that I would do literally anything to make it work. I was so focused on them that I forgot there's more to life than them. I thought if they were to leave me, there was nothing else out there for me, which made me attach even more to them because in my head, I'm like, I don't want to lose them. I have to do everything in my power to not lose them because without them, I'm nothing. 
newsflash, we obviously broke up, thank God. But at the time when we broke up, I was devastated. I thought it was the end of the world. And I genuinely did not see a path forward because I felt like I lost everything. I gave everything I had to that person. And when they left me, it felt like everything I gave left with them. Because I gave up everything I had before him and basically rearranged my life for him, when he left, I didn't know who I was. I felt so alone and lost and honestly broken. And not even broken hearted, even though obviously I was, but I felt as a person that I was broken. I felt like there was something wrong with me because I did everything this person wanted. I did everything right. I became the perfect partner for them and they still didn't want me. When someone breaks up with you, you almost feel as if you're less valuable as a person because in the beginning, they're telling you how amazing you are and how perfect you are and how much they love you and how obsessed they are with you. And then they leave you and it's like, well, if I was everything you said I was, why wouldn't you want to be with me? Especially when you're with someone who mistreated you so much, you feel like by the end of it, you've been used so much and beat down into a person that you don't even recognize anymore and at the end of it you feel invaluable you feel like your spark and who what made you you is gone because they've taken it from you i think this feeling of loss and sadness is a universal feeling that you have when you get broken up with the first few weeks are brutal and you just want to lay in bed and stay there and literally never get up and avoid everyone and avoid your job and avoid all your responsibilities and just lay there in bed and cry I remember the first two weeks of that breakup just wanting to sleep because every time I woke up I was hit with reality and reminded that we were no longer together and I would just feel sick to my stomach. I haven't felt that feeling in a very long time and I don't wish that upon anyone. The feeling of not wanting to be awake because being awake hurts so much. The only peace you feel is when you're asleep because you forget that you're not with that person anymore. You forget everything that's going on in real life. But after the initial sadness passes, like obviously you're still sad, but after that first hump of sadness happens, the anger sets in or at least that's how it happened for me one day it hit me how much i had given up for that person and how checked out of life i was for that person that i became so angry not even just at them but at myself i realized how down bad i was for someone who didn't even respect me how i literally changed things about myself that i fucking loved for someone who didn't love me how I pushed people away who actually cared about me for someone who didn't care about me at all. And also how I stopped doing things I was so passionate about for a fucking bum, for someone with no passion, no drive. Actually, no, he was passionate, passionate about bringing me down, passionate about making my life a living hell. Like this man or this boy, I should say, did not have a job. The closest thing to a job that this guy had was making me look like a clown. And he was so good at it. Like he should be, he, she should have gotten a raise. So, I mean, whatever. Kudos to him. Once the, sad, <laughs> once the sadness subsides and you enter this angry territory, that's when the post-breakup revenge hotness begins to erupt. This is the initial breakthrough. 
We're no longer sitting at home feeling sad and boo-hoo, poor me. This is, I'm so pissed off that I let this loser break up with me and make me feel like I wasn't enough. I'm going to show this weirdo what he's missing and what he lost. I'm going to show him how hot I am and how better off I am without him, even though (laughs) I'm not good right now at all. I'm actually awful right now and feel sick to my stomach. But this is a fresh start. This is the beginning of my new life without him. This is usually when you're like, I'm starting over completely, starting from scratch. I'm cutting my hair. I'm dyeing my hair. I'm working out. I'm getting a tan. I'm getting my nails done. I'm going out every weekend with my friends. I'm posting on my story 10 times a day. I'm posting the hottest selfie. I'm posting thirst traps. I'm dating everyone and their mother and their father because I can. Part of this comes from wanting to show them what they're missing but low-key this is the first time in however long that you're putting yourself first you're actually taking care of yourself and doing what you want to do and prioritizing things that matter to you this phase might come from anger and wanting to prove a point but doing this slowly transitions you into learning how to live alone and have a separate life from this person and enjoy it. So let's say that you are at this point or you've never gotten to this point, but you wanna be. You wanna learn how to live your life for you and move on from that relationship, get back to who you were or become who you wanna be. The first step is coming to terms with that person is not your person. A lot of the time we romanticize people or a relationship as a whole and we make it out to be more than it was. Like there's no denying that you had a connection, but you need to stop fixating on what you did have with that person and recognize what you didn't have. You might have had good chemistry, good sex a couple times, maybe even a little attention, but what about what you didn't have? You didn't have loyalty, you didn't have trust, You didn't have someone looking out for you and your best interest. You didn't have support. You didn't have respect. And you didn't get the love that you deserve. It's much easier to hold on to someone when all you're thinking about was how great they were and how much fun you had and how much you love them. It's hard to hate someone or disconnect from them when you're sympathizing with them and thinking, oh, well, he didn't have bad intentions. He did love me. He just didn't love himself. Uh, It was the wrong time. Maybe when it's the right time, it'll work out. You don't have to hate them, but to detach from them and move on, you need to be realistic and look at the facts. They did not treat you with respect. They did not love you the way that you deserved. And they left you. It doesn't matter why they left you. They still decided to leave you. They decided to end the relationship and they decided they want to move on and not be with you. That's all that you need to remember, or at least for right now. It doesn't matter how much you love them or want to be with them. They don't want to be with you. So it's time to move on. That chapter is closed. And you really need to close that chapter. Close it. Don't put a bookmark in it and be like, maybe I'll come back to it. No, no. We're done rereading it. We're done analyzing it. We're done trying to make sense of it. To really move on and live for yourself and start a new life, you need to come to terms with you two are never getting back together. 
And usually when you realize this, the crying starts again because you're actually letting go of something that means a lot to you. Losing someone that matters to you is going to hurt and you need to mourn that loss. You need to cry so fucking hard and so fucking much that you can't anymore. Like literally let it hurt. Don't try to be strong and power through it because to truly get over it, you need to go through it. After you're done being so depressed, like you can still be sad and get a good cry in every now and then, but once you're out of bed and you're out of hermit mode, the next step is to just live. Live your life and experiment with what you want your day-to-day to look like because now you need to build a whole new routine. You need to build a routine for you rather than for someone else. Because before, I can tell you, I, pr- I guarantee you were scheduling your time around that person. I bet you woke up every morning so excited to text or call your boo thing and then you went to school or to work and you texted them all day and you thought about them all day and then you got out of work or school and you went home and waited for them or you went and hung out with them and your whole day revolved around them. You had a whole routine built around their life. So now, now that they're out of your life, you need to figure out what works for you and what you want to do and what you want your life to look like without them. You need to learn how to replace old habits and old routines with new ones. Basically, whatever you are doing for that person, start doing that for yourself. The way you are showing up for them, show up for yourself. Like literally, start treating yourself as if you are your boyfriend or or girlfriend. Let's say that when you were dating that person, you would wake up and bring them a coffee and breakfast. And now you're sad because you no longer get to do that. Instead of feeling sad about it, treat yourself to that coffee and breakfast. You don't have to do away with that part of your routine. You can still do that, but for yourself. Make it a priority to go to a coffee shop in the morning or make it a priority to wake up early and spend 15 minutes perfecting your homemade coffee order. Let's say you're used to waking up to a good morning text from that person and you're sad now that you're no longer going to receive that. Sure, you're not going to receive that from that person, but that doesn't mean that you don't deserve a sweet and affirming good morning message. Something that I do every now and then, because I I have a boyfriend, we live together, I don't always get a cute little good morning text, which it's fine. (laughs) We'll unpack that another day. Something that I'll do here and there is I'll, the night before, I'll write a long, sweet, heartfelt message to myself telling me exactly what I want to hear, whether it be good morning, beautiful, rise and shine, you're going to kick ass today, you are a gorgeous, perfect little baby angel, and you deserve everything. Or, I don't know, affirmations, whatever it is. I will text that to myself the night before, so that way I have something to wake up to and read. Or, okay, if you don't want to do that, because I know that's a little weird for some people, I don't think it's weird, but some people think it's weird. There's apps that you can download and you can get like a personalized affirmation or you can, I don't know, download an affirmation calendar. I have one that goes on my desk and every morning I rip off the page for the new day and it has a little affirmation and that's nice too. Kind of the same thing. I do that and I'm still getting that message that I want to be getting that's a reminder or a boost that I need. And yeah, it's not from a person like someone else, but at least I'm getting something, right? It's better than nothing. 
doing little things like that is going to help make the transition from being with them to being alone much more doable. Instead of waking up and having no idea what to do with your time now that you're without them, you can still kind of follow that routine that you had without it revolving around them. And then eventually you might realize you don't like doing those things or they aren't important to you and you can find new activities and new things to fill your day with and make an entirely new routine that works for you. You need to be productive with your time. I'm not saying that you need to be working and exercising and going, 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 but you need to be doing more with your time than sitting around crying and reminiscing on all the times you had with that person. There's a time and a place to cry, like in bed at night, in the shower, in the car listening to sad music. It's okay to have a designated time to cry, but we're not doing it all day every day. You've already spent so much time on that person. It's time for you now. It's time to be creating a morning routine where you have a coffee or you journal or you exercise or you make breakfast or play video games or whatever you you like to do. It's time to further your career and think about your future and your goals. It's time to find hobbies that you're excited about. It's time to meet new people and make new friends without feeling restricted. It's time to take care of yourself and finally look after you. These are all things to think about and add into your new routine. Having a routine is going to make it easier for you to enjoy spending time alone because being alone after a breakup is hard. You're used to always having someone there for comfort, for love, for fun, for whatever you need. But you need to learn to be comfortable with being alone. Otherwise, you'll spend the rest of your life relying on others for relief and fulfillment. When I'm in a relationship, I just want to shower that person with love. I care so deeply about them. I want to make them happy. I want to show them how much they mean to me. I just, I have a lot of love to give. Feeling that way isn't a bad thing it's not a negative thing to have so much love but the issue you you run into when you feel this way is when you lose that person you still have so much love to give but you don't know where to put it you're so used to giving it to them that when they no longer want to receive it you're like well what the fuck do I do now I think a lot of people forget your love doesn't always have to go to other people it can go towards you We spend so much time filling up other people's cups and forget ours needs filling too. But that's the good thing about breakups, or at least it can be a good thing. You're forced or at least encouraged to learn to give yourself that love as well. Now that you're alone, you have all the time that you were giving to them to now give to yourself. Not only time, but energy and effort too. You treated that person so well and did so much for them because you love them. So where do you fall on that? If you're not doing those things for yourself, does that mean that you don't love you? I feel like everyone has an an innate love for themselves. Like if someone were to ask you if you love you, you'd be like, hell yeah, like of course I love myself. But a lot of people don't treat themselves like someone they love. If your partner was treating you the way that you treat you, you'd ask them like, do you even love me? Do you even want to be with me? If you were a kid and your parent was calling you names, ignoring your needs, not feeding you, not letting you sleep, forcing you to do things you don't want to do, 
putting you in danger. You would question their love for you, or at least as you got older, you would question it. So if you're being mean to yourself, if you're starving yourself, making yourself excessively work out, staying up super late, not taking care of yourself, surrounding yourself with people or or things that aren't good for you, ask yourself, why? Why am I doing these things that are harming me? Am I showing myself respect? Am I showing up for myself? Am I treating myself like someone I love? That's something that's so important to be working on. And it's not a one-time thing. It's something you're continuously working on. Yeah, taking yourself on solo dates and happily spending a Friday night in is important too. But the most important part of being alone is building a strong and secure relationship with yourself. Learning how to communicate with yourself, allowing yourself to feel your emotions, allowing yourself forgiveness and grace, not pushing yourself or your body too hard, not putting yourself in bad situations, not surrounding yourself with bad people, trusting that you're always doing what's best for you and reminding yourself that you've always got your back. Learning how to rely solely on you because once you rely on you and only you, you're okay regardless of who is or isn't in your life. You're never going to put yourself back in that vulnerable position to be abandoned again because even when people leave you, you know you're not alone. You still have you. If you have a good relationship with you and you love yourself so fucking much, You're never going to find yourself lost after losing a relationship. Obviously, you might still be sad and be mourning the loss of the relationship, but you're less likely to feel like you lost the will to live or you can't live without that person. You're also less likely to give up everything for that person in that relationship because you're aware of the value of you and your time. You're not going to drop everything that matters to you for them and lose sight of who you are and what you want because you and your needs matter to you. It's not just about them. And a partner who actually loves you won't want it to be just about them. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, a person who loves you is with you because they love you for who you are. You will never have to lose yourself to find and keep love with someone else. You won't have to choose between you or them for them to be satisfied. I've been with my boyfriend for six years now and I am more myself now than when I first met him, like before we even started dating. Not only did he never expect me to change myself or stop hanging out with certain people or stop doing things that I love, But he encourages me to do more of what I love. He encourages me to explore and create and learn more about myself. Because we're both so independent in our relationship and we both allow each other to be individuals first and a couple second, our relationship is so strong. And the reason we're able to be that way for each other is because we're that way for ourselves first. We're both secure and who we are and we know that we could be on our own and be okay but we're choosing to be together a relationship should be an addition to your life not your whole life you should be happy and feel safe being alone a relationship should only add to that and make you happier 
not be the sole reason that you're happy. Listen, I love my boyfriend. He is so important to me and I'm so grateful for him. But he is not worth my every waking moment. And he's going to hear this and be like, bitch, what the fuck? (laughs) Because it sounds harsh. But if I were to give him every second of my day, I wouldn't have any time for myself. I wouldn't be sitting here recording my podcast in New York. I don't expect him to give me every second of his day because that would mean he wouldn't have time for him. He wouldn't be on a work trip right now doing what he needs to do because I'd be like, oh no, I need you. He needs to do what he needs to do and I need to do what I need to do. He's a priority and I'll always make time for him and do my very best to show him how much I love him and appreciate him. But he's not my main priority. I am. I can't give him what he deserves from a partner without taking care of myself first. I can't show up for him without showing up for myself first. And honestly, I just don't think it's smart to dedicate your whole life to someone who can walk away tomorrow or you can lose in a blink of an eye. I'm not saying you will lose them, but if you were to, you shouldn't lose yourself as well. Relationships ending suck, but the best part of losing a relationship is the new relationship you build with yourself. Losing someone isn't the end. It's a fresh start with you. It's a whole new beginning with you. Perspective really is everything. You can sit there and feel like your life is over or you can get up and realize your life is literally just beginning. I hope this episode was helpful for you if you're struggling with a breakup or dealing with loss. I hope it serves as a reminder that you're never alone because you've always got you and just remember that you are deserving of good love and all the love you pour into others. But that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to give Trying to Care a five-star review on whatever you, wherever you listen. It really helps me out and I appreciate it so much. Follow me on my socials and check out the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and thank you, dear media, for this new chapter of Trying Not to Care. I'm so excited and so grateful. As always, I love you besties and I will talk to you next Monday. Bye besties.